everybody, and welcome to the greatest podcast of all time, Conversations with Tara and Ryan. We are the most humble podcast as well out there. And today we are we have a great guest, Dan Swiger of Bright Star uh, Home Care in Carlsbad, California. But my name is Ryan, and I'm with... I'm Tara. And this is Conversations with Tara and Ryan. Dan, see, look, at I already kind of messed up the intro, so you don't have to worry about making mistakes. Dan, welcome to the podcast. We're thrilled to have you. All right. Well, thanks for having me here. And thanks for, for screwing up the intro, too. That did take a lot of pressure. On. It's what I do. I screw it up, and that's what I bring to the team here, so it makes everybody less self-conscious. Uh, but it's great to have you on. You've, you, We were talking a little bit before this, and you uh, just uh, opened your Bright Star uh, home care business a couple of years ago, and uh, it seems like it's off to the races thus far. So congratulations on that. Yeah, thank you. Thank and you, you are... A member of the NAIPC is this the OC area? Is this is not OC? This is San Diego. The Diego. All right, got you. It's a big state. I'm from Massachusetts. I mean, we're just we're just one chapter in Massachusetts. We're humble. You guys have nine chapters in in California. But um, so, what brought you to uh, to open up a home care company first and foremost, and then secondarily, what kind of brought you to joining the NAIPC with that home care company? Got it. Um, so. Yeah, I spent about 30 years in the corporate world. Um, and, you know, it, the higher you go in the corporate world, the uglier your world gets. Um, you know, it gets you closer to C-suite, it gets a little more Game of Thrones every day. Um, and I was getting farther away from the work that I love doing and spent more of my time dealing with political junk. Um, and finally just couldn't take it anymore. Um, and so my wife and I had been talking for a while about we should start a business. Let's do something together. Um, and our big criteria when we were looking for what kind of business to start was somewhere that we felt like we were contributing positively to the world, something that filled our soul a little bit instead of taking a piece of it away every day. <laughs> um, and we found Bright Star Care, which was perfect for us. My wife was a teacher, you know, I'm, I'm a business guy. Um, and Bright Star is built for people like us uh, because it requires a director of nursing as well, even though most home care companies don't have something like that. Uh, it's, you know, home care is non-medical support, but with Brightstar, uh, we're dual licensed. So we actually do skilled nursing and home care. And because of that, we have that director of nursing that is also oversees our caregivers. Uh, I just didn't have the hubris to think I'll just pay for the license and dive in, which unfortunately you can do in home care. Um, but I wanted to be part of a place that had that kind of support. Uh, and Brightstar is, is just great. And so they, they give us tons of support, uh, but it's a best of both worlds situation. So big company, we're in 40 states, um, but each office is a franchise. It's individually owned and operated by local people. So it's a lot of them are, are couples like us where you know it's family owned and operated and run. And, uh, but you still have all the big resources around it, the, you know, the clinical process, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, great company, uh, tons of training, you know, brought us along, high standards. Um, so, you know, that's how we found Brightstar. And then um, with NAIPC, uh, you know, I think one of the things I noticed right away uh, is, as I was learning the industry, is how many resources there are out there that so many people don't know exist to help seniors. Uh, there's just 
tons of resources. Home care is just one of them. Um, and the San Diego chapter in particular really is focusing on community education. Uh, and that's what really drew me in was, was the opportunity to get involved in community education um, and outreach. And uh, so that's what brought me to NAIPC and you know, to further the mission of helping people be aware about the five pillars and being prepared for aging in place, the benefits of aging in place, um, and the resources available. And it's also a, a network of referrals as well. So, you know, it was an opportunity to meet a lot of good people who also have their hearts in the right place um, that I would feel comfortable if someone needed a different kind of service. Um, these were the kind of people I'd be comfortable referring people to. And I know when we were talking beforehand, you kind of brushed it aside, but I really want to bring up the fact that you guys have been doing this for two and a half years and you just won some pretty prestigious awards. So can you tell us a little bit about your Carlsbad group there? Sure. Um, let, let me just kind of take you through the journey. So we opened in August of 2019 and six months after we opened our doors, COVID hit and closed the world off. Um, just as we were, you know, it's a relationship business. So the first six months is really, just getting people to trust you enough to give you a shot. Um, and we were just hitting that point where, where people are starting to give us a shot and then sort of the world shut down. And we hung on by the skin of our teeth through all of you know 2020. And then when people started getting vaccinated again and people started getting you know, comfortable having home care again, it was basically like we were shot out of a cannon. So, um, and I think, you know, a year of, we, we kept going with continuing community education and outreach. And I got even more involved in industry associations so that, you know, since there wasn't as much business to do. I, I spent the year giving as much as I could. Um, and I think a little karma paid off. So uh, in 2021, we were the fastest growing uh, Bright Star in the state of California. Um, and we, uh, well, actually both years since we've been open, um, there's a third party called Home Care Pulse that does uh, customer satisfaction and employee satisfaction. Um, and we uh, won top industry honors for both employee and customer satisfaction in uh, 2021, which is our first year of eligibility and 2022 just now. Um, and uh, our uh, nurse, who's our nursing director was named Bright Stars National Nurse of the Year. Um, and frankly, all the awards and everything really, it's, it's about that. Um, it's not about me, it's about how amazing my team is. Uh, and then the other thing that hit us was, um, I found out that uh, our Bright Star in Carlsbad, uh, California, uh, has the highest customer satisfaction of any Bright Star in the Western US. That's amazing, that's I, I a good award. Good. I knew it was that good. So that was, that was really amazing, it, it came out of nowhere, I had no idea. That's fantastic. I'm sure that was all the hard work that you put in during the COVID year was paying off. So. A, lot, a lot of hard work. And, and again, I think I, I, you know, the best thing I did was put the right people in place and got out of their way and let them do great stuff. And to and and to uh, expand on that a little bit, um, because I'm I'm happy to to uh, uh, tell people how important that is. Home care is a extraordinarily difficult industry in which you can, as, as a business owner, do 85 to 90% right. And some families are only going to remember the five to 10% that went wrong. And it, it, you can, you can do a really, really good job. And the expectations that are the, the part of our job, because Dan and I do the same thing is managing expectations on behalf of 
of clients because there's a, a litany of reasons, but most often people just don't know about what home care is and what it can do and what it can't do. And so it's really important to manage those expectations and have good communication and explain to families what what your capabilities are and what are outside of your capabilities so that when it comes time for that review or for somebody to make that word of mouth referral or talk to you in a, in a cafe or over dinner about how Brightstar is doing, that they say something positive about that because, um, because that's, that's the industry that we're in, right? It, nothing yeah. ever goes perfectly. Nothing goes smoothly. It's a fallacy if somebody tells you that. And it's a matter of what, you know, the difference between a good home care company, in my view, and Dan, I'd love to get your point on it, is not if things go bad, it's what you do when they go bad, because they are going to go bad. And there are some companies, in my opinion, that do the right thing, and they're on top of it, and they do everything in their power to correct the situation. And then there are the ones that are like, oh, well, you know, I guess the shift's not going to get filled. We'll see you next week. And that's where, um, that's a big differentiator for, for me. And, I, you know, with you winning those awards, what would you say regarding my feelings on that versus what your experience has been over the last couple of years? Sure. Um, and I think I, I only take exception to go bad as the way I would describe it. Um, uh, I think it's, it's a business of people and people are messy. Um, you know, people's cars break down, people's, uh, they have deaths in the family, they, their kids get sick. You know, there are things that happen that, that change things. So, yeah, I, I'm very careful to uh, not overpromise. In fact, I'm, I'm often accused of being honest to a fault, like almost scaring people because I just tell them how it is. Um, but what I do is I, I don't promise that everything's going to be perfect. Uh, what I can promise is we have the highest selection standards in terms of our staff, uh, the highest training uh, we do the maximum amount of background checks and all that, and we have our nurse overseeing them. So we have the best best people with the best supervision, um, And but things are still going to happen. And I also don't promise that we're always going to be able to fix it. Um, but I can promise that we work harder than anyone else to smooth those things over. And, and you know, most of the time, you know, if somebody, somebody calls in sick and it's, a half hour before they're supposed to show up that morning. Uh, you know, we will scramble like crazy. And frankly, you know, my nurse will go cover a shift or care. I'll go out and cover a shift. You know, and, and when we get to the point where we say, I'm sorry, we just don't have somebody today. You know, they know we've exhausted every option. And by the way, every option includes one of the great things about Brightstar is we do have this network of other Brightstar offices and it's like a big family. We support each other constantly. So I've got four other Bright Star offices in San Diego and one in Orange County that are close enough that they could send people over if they have someone. So I've got other Bright Stars I can call uh, to back us up. So that is nice, um, especially as I you know, said, you know, we've only been around a couple of years. So we're, we're still a, we're about a medium sized company now. We're not small anymore, but we're not big yet. So having, you know, our, our bench of people plus, you know, four or five other benches of people behind us uh, is a big advantage, but yeah, you're right. It's, it's always something. Um, and, and all I can say is, you know, we do the best we can to avoid those situations. And when they come up, like we'll work harder than anyone else to try to fix it and not make it the problem for our clients. Cause let's face it, people, people who need home care 
um, are in difficult situations. There's a, you know, they're not doing it because it's just, hey, it'd be fun to have a caregiver stop by, right? It's, you know, they've, they've had a surgery and they can't move. So how are they going to eat and, and, you know, get their, their pills or, you know, it's dementia. And they're not safe being alone. There's all kinds of reasons. And so, you know, it's important for us not to add to the stress of our clients. You know, we're here to take it away. So, you know, it's a partnership. We always, you know, we, we always uh, have really good communication. I guess that's another part of it. Um, so, you know, if, if we know something might be coming up, we let our clients know immediately that here's what's going on and here's what we're doing about it. So um, they know we're working on it. Um, and we talk to them, you know, pretty uh, openly about the likelihood of, you know, in this situation, yeah, we probably can get somebody, don't worry about it, or, you know, it's, it's Sunday morning and it's, you know, and, and everybody's in church and et cetera. So there's, we're, we're pretty open about that stuff. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it's, that's what makes the difference though. I, it's, you know, people are people, stuff happens. Um, and so having that consistency for your clients comes from how you manage that situation. So for people uh, like me who aren't in the home care business, you and Ryan are engulfed in it. Um, is there kind of a day, I know every patient is different, every client is different, but do you all have kind of a daily routine? Um, like if I needed help for my mom, is there some, like, do you always make sure this happens or kind of run me through a day or a shift of a caregiver? Interesting. Yeah. So I guess the first thing is that, yeah, Every, every shift and every care plan is custom created for the specific needs of that particular client. So someone with Parkinson's has very different needs than someone who had a hip surgery. Um, so, or someone has dementia, like they're very, very different things. So I guess the thing to know is uh, we do uh, a free um, in-home consultation basically. So uh, we have our nurse come out we meet them, we get to know them, not only their, their physical or health needs, but also get to know them as people um, so that then we can match a caregiver that not only has the right skills for that particular job, but also a personality that's gonna fit. You know, Our goal is always to have somebody that you look forward to seeing, um, you know, not just because they can do the things, but also because it just clicks. Um, so you know, there's that part of the process is pretty consistent. Um, and then I guess in terms of, you know, a shift, uh, you know, our, our team will show up, uh, you know, say, hi, you know, I'm here from Brightstar. If it's the first time someone's been to a client, um, our nurse usually goes out with them because she's already met them and they're comfortable with her from the intake assessment. Um, so she will go back and say, hi, you remember me? I'm, I'm Tina, I'm the nurse, and here's our caregiver. You know, this is Mary, and she's going to be with you today. So that's a step we do that most people don't do as well. And that's, that's also really important to our success. I think having that comfort level, because it's both a stranger showing up at your door uh, and for the caregiver, they're going to some stranger's door, right? So having that person in between that can just make that, that first part go smoothly um, and make sure our clients go, you know, yep, thumbs up, really good. You know, you can take off now, we're good here. Um, so we'll do that on a first shift, but it, it really it just boils down to what that person needs. So we, one of the things about home care, so we create a plan of care. Uh, now, <clears throat> if you're in a hospital, they create a plan of care. 
Um, but there's a big difference. So in a hospital, the plan of care is what they're going to do to you, whether you like it or not. The plan of care says, wake you up at three in the morning to give you a sleeping pill, then that's what they're going to do. Um, and in home care, the plan of care is a starting point. Uh, it's, it's to make sure that somebody doesn't go, hi, I'm from Bright Star. What do you want me to do? Right? It's, it's, it's that starting point. But our plan of care is just that. It's the starting point. But we serve at the pleasure of our clients. And we're here to do what they want. So if they say, I don't feel like uh, doing those exercises right now, let's do them later. Or, you know, I'm, I'm not feeling well today. Let's, let's, I don't want to eat lunch. Let's skip that, whatever. That's, I mean, they're grownups. It's their house. And that's a big thing, I guess, a message I want to get out there too on home care. Um, I kind of hate the term home care. Um, I think it creates the wrong connotations. Uh, you know, you think about home care to me, it comes off as you poor pathetic thing. You can't care for yourself. So we're going to send somebody over to care for you. Um, and that's just not what home care is. Um, I, there's a couple of different ways I, I talk about it. One is um, you can move into an assisted living facility and they'll bring you your meds and they'll help you with mobility and showering and all, the, you know, all those activities of daily living. Or you can get home care and we can bring them to you. So it's assisting you, not, you know, caring for you in most cases. Um, and it's, and so people think it's a loss of independence and, and all those things. And it's the exact opposite. It's actually, you know, helping you be, remain more independent. Um, and the other way I talk about it too is uh, it's like being a Hollywood movie star and having your own personal assistant. Doesn't that sound way cooler? <laughs> yeah, I bet that goes over better in California too. The movie right, right. <laughs> it's, it's That's really what it's like. It's, you know, when for whatever reason, things are harder to do, it's someone to help you do those things. And it, it might just be someone to be there by your side for companionship and just give you somebody to do things with. It, it might be just helping make sure, you know, you, you can stand steadily so that you can go for your walk. Um, it's empowering you, um, and, and in a lot of ways doing your bidding, you know, cause, cause they can run to the store and, and do other errands for you, pick up your medications from the pharmacy. Um, they can even drive you places. Um, so there's a lot of things home care can do for you. And I, if you think about it more as a personal assistant, A, it's cooler and B, that really gives you a better flavor for what we do than, I said, in the word home care, it just, I don't, home care sounds so pathetic. And also home is a misnomer too, because home care goes wherever you are. You know, if you're in an apartment, if you're staying with family, if you're in a senior community, if you're in assisted living, sometimes, you know, assisted living uh, facilities have a certain level of care. You know, they'll check on you every so many hours, but, you know, if you get to that point where you really shouldn't be alone um, or you need more care than that, then they bring us in there too. Uh, we even go into hospitals and nursing centers. You know, some people need bedside care where they shouldn't be alone and um, they need that kind of help. So even the word home in home care is a misnomer. I was just going to ask you before you started talking, what is most misunderstood about home care? And I guess that's one of them. But also um, you guys don't provide medical assistance, right? That would be a whole nother type of care in the home. And um, like PTs, you know, we come into the home or nursing or uh, part A, you know, hospice. So one of the things I'd say too is, and again, Bright Star is really different. There, there aren't very like less than five percent probably of home care companies also do the skilled nursing part of it. 
Um, and yes, they are kind of separation of church and state. The you know the things that require a nursing license to do are much more advanced than you know the the help with your activities of daily living, the non-medical things a home a home care aide would do. Uh, but with Brightstar, one of the things we do is we actually integrate with the other care partners a lot better. Again, because we have the nurse to kind of pull things together. So um, we can uh, work with PT. Because you know, one of the big frustrations with, with physical therapy is, yeah, great, I'm there two days a week, but they would, they would make so much more progress if they would do these exercises on the other days. And, and everybody has the best intentions, but most people don't. Um, we can we can make sure our people are trained in those particular exercises as long as they're not too crazy advanced. But most most physical therapy is pretty simple stuff. So we can we can train our caregivers so they understand how that works, and then they can encourage our clients to hey let, let's do your exercises today, and we can we can get them doing those more often. So yeah, we can we can fill in a lot of those gaps too um, in working with others. And again. Be, because we have the nurse who can then, you know, do that training and, uh, and connect with the doctors and the physical therapists and the occupational therapists and the speech therapists and, um, you know, all the other care partners that, that might get involved. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, there's a lot that we can do. Um, and again, with us, because our, our nurse was nurse of the year and for a reason, because she's amazing. Um, one of the most giving human beings I've ever met in my life. Um, we kind of end up almost being a informal care coordinator. Um, you know, most people stay in their lane and they do their things. And, you know, we, we make an effort to really reach out and share information. You know, if we have something that's, you know, meaningful for the physical therapist to know before they get there, we call and let them know, here's what we saw. Um, you know, if, if uh, home health is involved, maybe, maybe they've had surgery and there's a wound care nurse coming over to, to, check on, on the bandages and change them, et cetera. You know, if we spot something, we'll, we'll call them and say, Hey, take a look at this. We think we spotted something. So, um, you know, I guess that's a big part of it too, is, is that ability to be the glue in, uh, in, in all of that. And, and that's not special to home care. That's just because we care and we just step up and do the extra work. Um, you know, that's what I say about NAIPT. We're like the plumbing in the walls that makes everything run smoothly. We connect everything together. Exactly. Well, and you know, the other thing I should have mentioned about the National Aging Place Council is um, not only is it a group of people that I get to know and I'm comfortable referring to, it's also a group of people who have a ton of expertise in different areas uh, and the ability to get together, and we do this all the time, where we'll talk out a situation um, from all the various angles, and you know, I'll come away with three things I never thought of that could help my client. Um, so, you know, that's another big advantage of that is, is that having those people, those different perspectives, and um, learning about things that I didn't even know existed. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things about your chapter down there in San Diego. You have your education for seniors in the senior center. And then at your member meetings, you do these case studies. And the ideas that come out of that are things even I wouldn't have, you know, like they just shock me sometimes, the comments that come up. Yep. Yeah, the, the other <laughs> in a good thing way, is, Ryan. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's, it, all of these kinds of things. I mean, I, I, I do a, a number of different uh, organizations, things I do for outreach, but um, we have quite a few clients with Parkinson's, uh, and I started going to Parkinson's support groups just to sit in the back and learn, and holy cow, it really just opens your eyes to things that you thought you knew, but you didn't really know, 
Um, and I guess the same thing happens with NAIPC in a number of ways. And I, I think, again, important, I think an important part of our success is that, you know, we don't just want to transact and make the money. We really want to be as good as we can possibly be. We really want to learn everything we can. We want to be helpful in every way we can. Um, and not just about the things we can sell you, but the things we can do to help you and uh, being able to refer partners in, be able to learn things that I didn't know. I've actually, my brain is spinning right now because uh, I see huge unmet needs in the Parkinson's community that I think home care can solve. Um, and actually I'm meeting on Monday with uh, the, the executive director and the board chair of the San Diego um, Parkinson's Association. Uh, and we're going to talk about uh, some of these things and I'm going to spend the rest of the year building a program around making sure that we have the expertise and the skills and, and we can fill some of those gaps that, uh, that this, they're not being met out there. And, and you only learn those kinds of things by getting out and engaging in the community um, through NAIPC and other organizations, you know, you're not just sitting back trying to do business, but the more you're out there trying to help the world, the more you learn, the better you do. So you oh, good. Sorry, I, I, I agree. Those, those specialty programs are becoming more and more important. And um, and you know, uh, to answer Tara's Tara's question, I mean, generally, the, the, there is a common denominator between many clients that we have, where where when you go on a broad enough scale, most of them are, are generally a fall risk. Most of them have some type of memory loss of some kind. But without a doubt, what you're talking about, Dan, is, is that if you don't have a specific uh, plan of care for each individual, no, even if you have only if you did only Parkinson or only stroke or only, like you said, I am only going to take dementia patients. That's it. You're going to have a different plan of care for every single dementia patient because it's a very broad terminology for memory loss that if they have Alzheimer's versus vascular dementia, it's two totally different animals that you're working with. I have a great um, analogy for that, by the way, um, when, when I'm talking to clients. So um, home care for someone with a recognizable health condition is like an actor reading from a script. Here goes the California stuff again. Um, but, you know, you kind of know what you're there to do, you know what you're there to get, and you, you roll with things, but it's pretty, pretty straightforward. Uh, with dementia, you know, people who've uh, been touched by dementia know that it's different every day. Um, and their brain has been affected and the reality is affected. It's not reading from a script, it's improv. It's a different set of skills. You've got to be able to read what's going on and go with it in, in a productive way. You've got to be able to redirect. Um, and they're very different skills, yeah. So um, having that plan of care and having the right person with the right experiences and skill set, um, and that's just a basic example, uh, but you know, having that, it really matters. And again, um, there's a, a lot of home care companies out there and there's a wide variety in the quality of what they do. Um, some of them don't even do a plan of care. Um, you know, I talked to, I, we get a lot of business from people who've been with other home care companies. Um, and, and, you know, they tell us like, yeah, you know, they, they show up, they say, what do you want to do? And then the next thing you know, they're sitting in the corner on their phone. Um, you know, it's like, uh, you know, and, and so, you know, I think it's important for people to um, em empower themselves, you know, to, to learn about home care and to be able to ask the right questions to make sure that they get a high quality home care company uh, like Brightstar or, and there's plenty of others that are very good too. 
um, and stay away from some of the, you know, the shysters out there. You know, it's, it's sad, but basically you can, you can pay the money and get a home care license. It really doesn't take a whole lot in, in many states. And California is probably as rigorous as any state there is. And even here, it's not a whole lot more than that, um, that you have to prove to be able to do it. Um, so it's important, I guess, to, to ask a lot of questions. When I'm talking to people, I always encourage, I encourage people to call more than one home care company, um, even though it'd be best for me, they've called me. I mean, to just as soon, you know, just say, just talk to me, give me the business. But I think it's important to talk to two or three different home care companies um, and ask them questions about how how do you uh, how do you um, do your background checks? How, how much experience? How much training do you do? Um, you know, just all those kinds of questions, the kinds of things we've been talking about today. I think it's important to ask a lot of those questions and really get a comfort level, because at the end of the day, uh, home care is sending somebody into a, a vulnerable person's home, basically unsupervised. So there's nobody standing over them. So it's incredibly important, and we take it very, very seriously to make sure that you're fully vetting these people, that you are watching them closely, that, you know, these people are not only good at their job and caring and loving, which they are, um, but they're people you can trust uh, and that they're well supervised. Um, so, so yeah, ask, ask questions. There are really awesome home care companies out there. There's some, there's some that are not. And I just want to throw in here now, too, maybe you could talk a little bit about why they should go through an agency instead of hiring on your own, just pulling off the street, especially here in California. That's actually a great question. Um, And I would actually say, and and I don't want to, it's not that you shouldn't go on your own. Um, The fact is the vast majority of caregivers in our country are, you know, family, you know, they're people that that are doing it themselves, but there's some big differences between, um, you have two basic options if you're not gonna do it yourself, if you're gonna hire somebody. Uh, You can hire an agency or you can hire somebody directly. Um, And there's pros and cons to both. So on the hiring directly side, um, it's cheaper um, because you're not paying an agency for all the supervision and all the other things that come with it. So you're you're only paying that person's salary, so it is cheaper, Um, but what comes with that is all the responsibilities on you. Um, you know, you have to do all the vetting or take the risk of not doing it. Um, you have to manage them, you know, as an employee. And, as, and frankly, when they call in sick, you got to deal with it. Um, you know, all those kinds of things. Um, and frankly, I think most people hire people and they live below the radar, but technically they, they're, required to follow the same labor laws and payment laws as everyone else, including overtime and all those things. And workers uh, comp if they get workers hurt. Workers comp, right? exactly. Well, and that was the big thing. Um, for anybody interested in doing it yourself, this is probably the most important thing I have to say. Um, when you're bringing someone into your home that isn't from an agency that has all the insurance and the workers comp and all those things, you are liable for what happens to that person. So I don't want to scare anybody off. Like I said, it's not that you shouldn't do it, but the one thing you must do is call your, your homeowner's insurance and ask them if that person's liability is covered under your policy. And if it's not, talk to them about getting a rider so it does cover it. It doesn't happen often, but there are those horror stories of they slipped, they broke their back, they sued them, they took their house and everything they owned. Um, and so it's not that you shouldn't do it yourself, but you should, you should recognize that 
there are some risks and responsibilities that come with that. Um, the other thing you, you might get is you're taking a chance on how well-trained is this person. You know, I think it's important, uh, you know, we're joint commission accredited. So we're accredited by the same people that, are, that, um, that approve the safety practices of the nation's best hospitals. Um, there's a hundred ways you can hurt somebody transferring them from a bed to a wheelchair or yourself, right? So, you know, is that person trained and all of that? I think, you know, with an agency, yes, you have to pay a little bit more, but what you get is, you know, all that vetting, the training, the supervision, all of, I think I carry 11 kinds of insurances in, in California. Literally it's 11, um, you know, and, and it's all of that. And, and again, if you have a, if you have a credible company like Brightstar, you know, they've been trained to do things the right way. You know, we, again, the, the luxury of having the nurse on board, we don't just train them, she competencies them. So they have to demonstrate physically, show me how you transfer someone, show me you know what you're doing. Um, show me you know how to use a gate belt. You know, show me, show me you know how to help somebody um, with all kinds of things. I'm blanking on another example, but um, so yeah, the advantage of an agency is we handle all the hassles the insurance and all those things, you know, if they call off, we have a bench, we have other people we can send. Frankly, if you don't like that person that much. I was just going to say that you can switch them out instead of firing somebody, paying unemployment and going through that whole route because you just fired an employee. Exactly. Yeah. I I don't ever want to tell people, you know, what they should or shouldn't do. I think it's just important to have your eyes open and and understand the pros and cons of each. Um, You know, the other thing about home care you know, we're, we're licensed to do, and every state's different, but we're licensed in terms of what our caregivers are allowed to do or not do. So there can be, you know, if, if it's a family caregiver or somebody you hire directly, you can have them do anything. You know, they can even do medical care. I mean, you could have them cleaning your wounds and, you know, giving you your insulin shots or whatever. Um, but, and the reason I bring that up is, but I think there's a reason licenses don't want untrained caregivers doing those things. <laughs> I think it's, it's a bad idea to have people do those things. Um, so I think it's a good idea that um, caregivers have some of those restrictions. Um, some people find that a little frustrating and, you know, well, my, my, my sister can do that for me all the time. I'm like, yeah, but you are taking a risk that, and especially with seniors, uh, you know, our bodies just don't take things the same way as when we were younger. And the littlest thing can turn into something life-changing. You know, a small infection or, you know, a small cut can become an infection, can become septic. Can, yeah, can become life-threatening. Um, so, you know, even though it sounds like great, have somebody, you know, give you that injection or whatever, um, you're taking a pretty substantial risk if you're doing those things, with, you know, with somebody who's not trained and licensed to do the, to do it for you. So, again, Probably that's another nice. big advantage of what we do is, is, you know, we stay within what we, the scope of what we should be doing. Um, and then if you need, you know, medical care, like Bright Star is unique because we can also provide a nurse that can do the medical things who's trained and licensed to do those things rather than just, you know, somebody you met on Craigslist and liked. <laughs> well, that's great. With that being said and, and wrapping things up, Dan, how do people reach out to you if they want to learn more or chat more about this and uh, possibly even hire you for your services? Sure. Um, you can reach out to us anytime. Um, our phone number is 760-448-1021. Uh, we answer that 24-7, although when I say we, it's my wife and I. So, you know, don't, please don't call us at three in the morning, California time, and, 
you know, want to chit chat. <laughs> We're human beings. We need to sleep too. Um, but we are, you know, that's, that's probably the best way. You can call me anytime. Um, I'd like to, I guess, in closing, tell your audience the same thing I tell every single person who calls me. Um, I got out of the corporate world and into this business because I want to help people because it makes me feel good to do good things for the world. So it's not just about selling home care. Um, I want people to think of me as your phone a friend. Um, there's so many resources out there that people don't know about. And so many, they, so many people who call us for home care, don't, they've been thrown into the middle of the ocean and they have no idea which way to swim. Um, and so I want people to know, you can call me anytime you want, whether you need home care or not. Um, and I will try to help you. I will try to answer your question. If I don't know, I have a lot of National Aging and Place Council uh, associates and Bright Star associates and others. You know, I've got a strong network of experts. So, you know, sometimes you just need that phone a friend of help. This is my situation. Who can help me with this? Uh, and I'm always happy to do that for people. So, you know, they can call me certainly if they want to ha you know, have home care in San Diego. But again, I think people feel free to call me and, and just I will help if I'm in a position to help. If I can do something about it, I always will. Well, thank you so much, Dan. That is great to know. And for people out there. And Tara, any last words from you? No, just to share our website, agentplace.org. If you're looking for resources in San Diego or anywhere across the country, that's where you can find us. We're on LinkedIn. If you're a professional, we're uh, very active on LinkedIn. So thanks, Dan. Thanks, Ryan. It's always fun. Thanks for having me. And thank you to all of our listeners. We appreciate you tuning in and learning more about uh, Dan, the NAIPC, and senior care in general. And we will catch you on the next one.